0: Lifes with a song so you can sing along with my special guest star two for two You like to sing and dance and this podcast by chance Explores musicals for you Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me today is a very special returning guest. She was heard on the Xanadu and the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory episodes. It's Krista Kamimoko
1: Wan. Yay! Hello, hello, hello. Did I fuck up your last name? Kamimoko. You, know you did, but you added flavor to it, and I'll I like it. <laughs>
0: i was trying I like to it. i i think i overcompensated uh i'm sorry Krista. Good. i love but
1: you but crystal looks
0: fabulous to everyone who can't see her which is all of you who is listening <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. uh, and,
0: and we're here today to talk about the 1998 i don't want to call it a classic because it's still kind of like a baby it, Well, not a baby it's yeah still like, young enough but like it's kind of a cute classic movie the wedding singer uh Yay! screenplay by tim Hur- hurley hurley i don't know i'm bad with last names as we I like hurley he hurley sounds good
1: i like that
0: uh so there are there are two original songs in the movie written by adam sandler and tim hurley I spelled his name wrong on the outline. Sorry, everyone who <laughs> can't see that. Uh, directed by. Uh, why do I? Why do I always mess up these names? Uh, <laughs> directed by Frank Corsey. Or Corsey. I'm going with it. We're going with it. And according to according to IMDb, Robbie, a singer, and Julia, a waitress, are both engaged, but to the wrong people. Fortune intervenes to help them discover each other.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: Sure, that happens. But like, I was watching it and I was thinking about this and I want your input on it. So obviously okay. this is a rom-com, right? We would classify Absolutely. it as that. With music, There are because they do sing in it. But I was thinking for this movie um... Adam Sandler and Ju Barrymore don't feel like they're in a rom com. You
1: know they what I don't. Mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's like it's just it's, a story of two people. But it's not really a rom-com. I don't I don't know. How would you describe that?
0: Well, I feel like everyone else is in a rom com. That's where I was at. Or like
1: because
0: okay. like they're all wacky characters. You know absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Especially like her mom or Holly at points or Sammy. Like they're all whack doodle
1: We're at a rom-com. Ha, ha 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 Like that lady in the cake shop that, that wanted Robbie oh to feed her God. cake. Well that, so the lady in the
0: cake shop, the old guy at George. the bar, George, George, I'm not counting George in this list. Um, oh, okay. Just kidding. So the lady, in the cake shop, the old man at the bar, and then the, um, the, read, the people when he sings Love Stinks, those kind of people, the, all of those characters felt like Adam Sandler type movie characters. You know, like ha- Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, all of those
1: Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. 51st Dates, Ula. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And I, that's what I loved about it too. It's like, it... It, it was just like he was telling a story because after re-watching it too I'm like this movie actually has like a storyline and one that you can easily follow. Right. Um, pre- right. Predictable but like it's a story and it's a beautiful story too. Um, I think that the curation of the eighty songs that were chosen in the parts that they were chosen were beautifully done and executed. Like I was kind of thinking about it and like is there a song that I feel like they should have put in because, you know, this movie's been out for years and I've watched it so many right. times. And I was like, you know what? I think they did a beautiful job. Like he didn't overdo the 80s songs in there and they were placed in great parts. The yes. timing of it was great. Yeah. And
0: like Love Stinks. I know it hits the nail on the head with everything, but like it. that's why it works. We love it. Um, although I was thinking about this. Do You Really Want to Hurt Me? Is that a good song to sing at a wedding?
1: Exactly. I mean, it, that would be almost like, I think I was fucking with my, one of my friends, but he was getting married and he was actually like having cold feet before his wedding. And he was asking me about like, oh, what wedding song should I have? And I literally threw out Joy Division's Love All Us apart. And he read the lyrics. He's like, what the fuck, Krista? This isn't a wedding song. And I'm like, it could be.
0: <laughs> i was at a I was at a friend's wedding right and we were oh, love it um we were living reliving like ours you know high school sweet 16 theater party love fantasies it. like you know listening to all this music and i go to the dj and i'm just like can you play paradise by the dashboard light by meatloaf and we were listening to it and we were rocking what? out and all of a sudden we were li- really listening to the lyrics and i was just like Oh, I made a mistake.
1: (laughs) Oh, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. Oh, gosh.
0: I was too much feeling myself as if it was, like, a cast party or, you know, like I said, a sweet 16 or, like, a prom or something. And, no, I made a mistake. I don't...
1: Well, I mean, shout out to the DJ, DJ Request. Hey. Yeah. Because usually you go up to DJ, they're like, fuck you, I'm not playing (laughs) with
0: you. Now, Now, Krista, you are married. Yes.
1: I am okay. married. Yes.
0: Do you have a band or a DJ at your reception?
1: So we actually were, we're not really traditional like that. We got married at city hall and then went to afterwards celebrated at Brooklyn bridge park. And I rode the carousel by myself.
0: Okay. Well, okay. I so, so, to just,
1: so, that's...
0: so let, let, let me, let me fix the question. amend the question. Okay. If you were to have a reception, would you rather yes. a band or a DJ?
1: I think I would start off with a band and then end the night with a DJ. Oh, I like that. A combo. Right? Yeah. Like a nice, healthy combo. Because then, you know, you can just warm everybody up. Because he's like, I'm a, I'm a band leader. But I'm just like, slash, like, uh, what do you call that? Like, not a hype man. But like, yeah. Like a host yeah, yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time. Yeah. So then I would have totally do- done that. And it definitely probably would have been a band that... Does covers of 70s and 80s rock classics.
0: <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. Like why I'm here not? For all of that.
1: Perfect. I love that. Yeah. I think we start off nice.
0: I think I personally would go for a DJ. No offense to wedding singers or wedding bands. But like, you know, I want to hear the way it was recorded. And like. Oh, I
1: know what you mean.
0: And like, as we see in this movie, Robbie has a bad day. And that affects his work well by by a day i mean like he gets dumped at his wedding and so obviously he's depressed and not uh not performing feeling...
1: at his best yeah. right
0: so he sings love stinks which <laughs> i mean it's a nice it's a great song but like
1: the moment like song. the moment
0: is hilarious
1: yeah love stinks <laughs>
0: I mean let's
1: let's gently rewind the song he sang before that holiday.
0: Oh, and he does it like (laughs) like he's dead on the inside. (laughs)
1: But but the line that does it for me, i live in my sister's basement. (laughs) I'm just like oh my God, it's like, you feel his pain. And I, yeah. so now I, I reference that version sometimes when it is a holiday and I'm feeling very um, in pain. <laughs> holiday.
0: It, just, it just hits. hits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then of course, you know, the father of the bride's like, hey buddy, I ain't paying you to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I have- Welcome to
0: Jersey. Don't. Welcome exactly. To Jersey um oh my gosh. and then this movie is the i i believe it's the first of drew barrymore and adam sandler working together they did like <gasps> oh, i think three yeah three movies together yeah they did i this, think so 50 Second, first Dates, yeah and then and there I, was one more i can't remember the other one that oh i can't remember the name of it but it's yeah like
1: they both had families and then they met up for some kind of vacation thing
0: yes Yes, I forgot right? the name of it, but yeah, I I could Sorry. see the 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 poster and everything. But I was watching this and I was just like, Drew Barrymore is just like amazing. Their chemistry is great, it's so good. I feel like Adam Sandler with his movies, it's either a hit or a miss, and yeah. this is like a definite hit. And like, you know, he and Drew Barrymore compliment each other. Not one of the, I I mean, I feel like she might be a stronger character and person in this yeah. movie but like the, she doesn't dominate how's that
1: that that's what more. yeah it's it feels like that's that's why the writing in this movie was actually really really good because you feel like you're getting the perspectives of both characters and nothing's being rushed like everything's being told in a timely manner and to the best that it can be so you get the best of both worlds in it like you said no one's really dominating as far as the other character
0: i'm just a little confused as to like what the timeline is of the movie because like Hmm. because at the beginning they just meet and then all of a sudden she's like oh i'm gonna be working your wedding oh let's come to my shower oh let's hang out and i'm just like didn't this happen isn't this like three weeks already like or something (laughs) are you guys besties by week three
1: Besties by week three, exactly. I mean, oh, that, that's the thing with these movies. It's like, yeah, what is this timeline? Now, Krista. Yes,
0: we need we need to have Krista's makeup corner for a hot second because okay, I was I was watching I was I was looking at Drew and she has like blue eyeliner on. Yes, and like, and, like okay, the makeup of this movie is its own thing too, because like you have George. Who's clearly oh um uh, uh Alexis Arquette, who is clearly going for yes. the George look, which um uh, I believe I don't know their pronouns currently. Um so Alexis is well, no
1: longer with us, too.
0: Okay. Well yeah. then I and I d do, I don't wanna um
1: they they, they are no longer
0: with us. They are, they are no longer with us. But their makeup was fantastic. I loved Christine Taylor's like Madonna looks. Yes. Although I <laughs> the scene after the double date and she's all like done up. I'm like, who even? Like, I know that this is supposed to be 80s-tastic and they're like making fun of the 80s, but also like yeah. Easter eggs. But like. Who even wakes up and does full beat, full hair, leotard everything? And yeah, like,
1: it. it looked like she got up super early in the morning, worked out, you know what I mean? Did her aerobics, and then made breakfast, but... She did you know a what? crunch, she let's did... be real
0: here. She did a all crunch. crunch, and she was like, I'm good, we did it, abs. <laughs> OMG. But that, no, but absolutely. Like, but, like, Drew Barrymore... This is like this is like the '90s Drew Barrymore. Where her, like her skin looked great. She wore little to no makeup, or it looks like she's wearing little to no makeup.
1: Absolutely. How did you feel about it? I loved it because I mean, there it helped character-wise too for contrast. Like anytime she was with Holly's character, because of the dynamics of their character. Like obviously Holly's the more like she a hoe for show. She knows that, you know what I mean, <laughs> and. <laughs> And she knows it and then of course then you have drew barrymore's character which is the soft more angelic so it, it helped to play a good contrast between the characters and just to show her as being more of the innocent demure type female um and then, yeah i mean george or alexis like that is so so awesome was
0: blue eyeliner a thing in the 80s oh yeah okay I did, and I did it,
1: it was like okay. yeah Blue eyeliner, because it kind of transitioned I like in the 70s. I mean, even in the 80s, there were still like stark, like blue shadow moments. Right. But, you know, you, you came out of that transition where it was just like blasted with color and then girls wanting to now kind of try. I want that color, but I don't want it to be so much kind of a situation and just doing more fun, casual accents of color,
0: mm. which is actually
1: okay. really cute, too. Yeah, um, even like green. They would do like a lot of electric green, too. That's what I learned about it. People had fun with their makeup. I mean, they have fun now, but it was like a thing.
0: It was like they um, had fun, then the 90s happened, and no one had fun. And now... Then it just went, yeah. And, and then the and then the 2000s hit, and everyone's now doing whatever they want.
1: Literally whatever you want. Uh, just, you can wear uh, the whole rainbow on you every day. People Literally.
0: have. And do. And that's <laughs> right.
1: They do. And it's awesome. Oh my goodness. Um, I was going to what did you think about the two original songs that were
0: okay, in here? So the two original songs, Somebody Kill Me and then Grow Old With You. Somebody Kill Me is hilarious. Hilarious. I love it. I love it. And I love it. the and-
1: disclaimer. He's like, I just need to tell you I was listening to The Cure a lot when <laughs> I wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> love a disclaimer.
0: And then Grow Old With You is just uh, heartwarming. Like, this is this is like a rom-com 90s yeah. rom-com moment where like it can only happen in a movie, and of Absolutely. course Billy Idol is there.
1: <sighs> Nobody talks to Billy that way.
0: <laughs> um, and this is, Love I it. think, that, I think this is a good segue into talking about there was a stage version of the show. Did you know this? I did know it. Well, I told you. I Duncan told you about have it. Not
1: seen it. Yeah, you did. Oh my gosh, tell me.
0: So it came out in 2006. Uh, it, it went to that's when it premiered on Broadway with Stephen Lynch as Robbie. He's a comedian who sings, so nice. He's used to having a guitar in his act and everything. Uh, Laura Benanti is what played Julia, and Amy Spanger played Holly. Uh, nice music was by Matthew Sklar. Lyrics are by Chad Galen. Sure, we're going with it. Uh, <laughs> but they also included somebody kill me and grow old with you and watch
1: oh.
0: and like i saw it on broadway and this is one of like top 10 cast albums i listened to yeah really yes because oh, so because like okay so we said that the movie has like some references to 80s they make jokes about like there was um oh crap what is the shirt that she wears at the end van halen Van Halen like, yeah. Linda wears the Van Halen shirt and he says take it off or else they'll break up which they did that year that the movie is set in blah 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 but like the show went like upped it they took it to 10 with, with all the 80s references oh um, what the double date that happens uh, It's the song is called Saturday Night in the City and it ends with Holly um, on a chair be having water poured on her a la flash dance so oh
1: my gosh that's at least on um, broadway
0: that's what it is i mean i don't know what i don't know if that's scripted or or what have you but i i remember that and it's been 16 years since i've seen it
1: oh my god that's amazing it's truly amazing i think you yeah, would I like
0: wish- the music from it because like Watch rewatching the movie. It's been a while since I've seen the movie. I'm not gonna lie, but rewatching it, I was just like, "Wow, this show really did follow everything that happens in the movie." And then they wrote songs around, um, uh, things like when he's in the dumpster. There's a whole song about being in a dumpster and like how life.
1: Oh, I see. But like,
0: but like they talk about it in a literal and metaphorical way. Um. They make a song out of the wedding planning montage that happens. Okay, okay. Yeah, the, there's a running song called uh, It's Your Wedding Day. And that's like, okay. what, that that's what starts the show. And it's like very high, <laughs> very high energy. High energy. I mean,
1: Glenn, okay, I'm looking at the, the soundtrack. And you know what? You know what song they should have made? What? Julia Gulia
0: that should have been a song i wish they do right they still make the joke about it like julia you should listen to saturday night in the city and then we'll talk later but like and everyone you need to listen to this album because like even if you don't see the show you the music tells the story the song. Oh, I love the, that. The songs tell the story, and like, if obviously we've all seen the movie at this point, and if you're listening to this episode, you've watched the movie at some point in your life. <laughs> but like, it, even not it, like you not seeing the show, if you listen to the sound the yeah. cast album, you'll be like, oh, this is that scene that's in the movie. Oh, this is so. Oh
1: my, wait, I wonder, did Adam Sandler have um, any part in the the musical as far as producing it or like? Um i'm getting like input i'm not
0: seeing anything about that i mean he probably had to
1: right yeah
0: have some sort of like say i because they probably because they probably had to buy the rights for those songs uh somebody kill me and grow old with
1: you absolutely oh my gosh i mean so then that that would tell too like you know how we were saying with the movie it it has a beautiful way of actually telling a story. So the fact that you're telling me with the music, like, even if you didn't see the show, you could still understand the story. That's, he definitely probably had some input. That's awesome. So like, so
0: like also watching this, I was wondering, couldn't this be set anytime? I mean, obviously you'll have to change the references made, but like, could this be a sixties movie or like a early aughts movie, but with that music?
1: Oh my god! I think so. I think it could,
0: because
1: right, cause it, Cause it, when cause you, a lot of the songs are background,
0: right. And if you take, if you really boil it down, it's just like a love story in a way, or like
1: finding,
0: finding your soulmate, whatever. So yeah, I think it, it's great because eighties you get to have some fun with like the flock of seagulls, a uh, haircut, <laughs> um, <laughs> the the boy George of it
1: all the Madonna of it all the fact
0: that George only sings that one song
1: (laughs) so honestly before I saw this movie uh, you know I knew all of these songs and Do You Really Want to Hurt Me was one of the songs where it's like I don't really want to listen to this like this just sounds sad and only until I saw wait oh, oh god what's her name or what's their name Arquette
0: Alexis. Arquette. Alexis,
1: So it wasn't until I saw Alexis sing this song that I finally understood the pain of it. And now it is one of my favorite songs ever. But I have to sing it like Alexis or else there's no conviction. Yeah, but you, you know Alex- what I'm saying?
0: But like Alexis isn't singing about the pain. She it, isn't? I think I think, <laughs> I think they're having Alexis slash George sing this song because A, 80s reference, and B, I guess they watched the music video for it or heard it on the radio and made their whole personality around Boy George.
1: Absolutely.
0: So that's the one song the, that they memorized.
1: It it was the interpretation of it, though. Like, just seeing her in her hands and her mm. eyes, I was like, oh my god, I, I feel this. And then... She loved it so much. She sang it again. <laughs> My favorite is when you hear that guy when he, they're singing it again. You suck.
0: Yeah, because I, uh, I was watching. I was like, this is the only song that they know. They only know one
1: song. <laughs> one song.
0: But I also really, I also liked that they uh, George was a comedic relief. And like, I know this whole movie is a comedy, but like, the joke wasn't the outfit or the persona the joke was them playing a clarinet in a in a song and then a trombone or or them at the wedding and then like their makeup is running because they're crying because uh Robbie got stood up like that's (gasps) the joke not not the person no exactly except there was one joke about the person but like it was um somebody misgendered them
1: like, that's right. That's right. But um, like, yeah. But it was not yeah, but honestly it it was it was perfectly planted Her, that character George was it just made sense throughout the movie and like you said too it was like that added com- comedic relief mm-hmm. when you needed it. Uh let
0: I also want to oh no, <laughs> I also want to me- throw out some trivia for you. Uh there have there were three people who took a pass at the script to like help um, to write, add things or beef things up. Uh, Adam Sandler was one of them. Uh, Judd Apatow, uh, and then oh, the third one was Carrie Fisher.
1: Wait, what? Our princess?
0: Yes. Wait, pr- what? Princess Leia. Well, she did a lot of script doctoring, uncredited, and what? She, and she basically came on to like beef up Julia's character oh i love this fun fact because it's like (gasps) because she's like ground them in reality and then that's that's all you need
1: (laughs) wow no ground women in reality yeah oh my god that's a fun fact Mm -hmm. oh i love that
0: yeah and like and and like watching it like you can uh, you can kind of tell that like not a man wrote that wrote wrote that part
1: (laughs) yeah now that you mention it I'm like oh absolutely just like the well the input between the characters how when Holly made out with Robbie but like didn't tell Julia that oh yeah he actually is in love with you that like cattiness between girls and I'm just like oh oh she's shady yeah but that doesn't happen though doesn't oh well she,
0: she doesn't <laughs> like she basically i mean she's not putting down julia
1: no she, but she's also not telling her right i don't know i thought that was perfectly like written though because i'm like honestly that's what girls gotta do.
0: <laughs> but at, but at least you know she did tell robbie that julia wasn't was falling for him because like kind of yeah well, I mean, oh I feel God. like I felt like I I read that scene where she told Robbie, like, you know, she's marrying stability and everything. She's like, this is gonna stay between us. Don't tell her your feelings, because she's getting married and she's gonna, you know, have stability and everything, and she wants and get out of this town and all that. It was more like a reality check for Robbie rather than her um you know, protecting her friend. Hey, I feel like. Oh,
1: I got you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. When you put it that way, absolutely, too. Because he's like, what? Oh, yeah. For money. Oh, can we talk about how cute that gift she made for Robbie was, though? The the customized um, music. Like, yes. Music. That was so cute. That was so
0: nice.
1: I and am you know, an asshole. Oh my God. And
0: you, you have to wonder, so this is 1985 that this movie is set in. Like, she must have wrote those individually.
1: Absolutely and then just
0: got them copied. Right, cuz I mean she's also a server so it's like she's not getting paid that much money. So No.
1: <gasps> yeah, yeah, I am an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Um,
1: can we just talk about his um his nephews for a hot second too? When the the, the baby was running around his credit uh Freddy, Freddy, Freddy. Krueger. <laughs> Hey, Uncle Robbie! I drew your picture.
0: <laughs> so they were like a cute addition. Um, unfortunately, they didn't make it into the the stage version.
1: Oh, that would have been cute. And then,
0: and then the stage version, like the uh, so the character Rosie, the old lady, and the sister, yes. kind of like combined to be Robbie's grandmother. So he lives with his grandma, but like she still does a rap in it, and it's really funny
1: oh my god I'm obsessed I mean the fact that she had to learn rapper's delight I'm saying that
0: I was just like how many how many takes did this take her because I was trying to like rap along too and I was like oh I'm flubbing up all the words
1: (laughs) oh my goodness it's it was it's classic it's it's pretty amazing I like yeah yeah I wonder that too how many takes did it take to do that um one of my other favorite uh versions of songs that they did was Ladies Night.
0: With John Lovitz. <laughs>
1: With John Lovitz.
0: John Lovitz. John Lovitz uh, chewed the scenery for that moment. It was amazing. Like, amazing. like not only not only the song, but even at like after Robbie sings Somebody Kill Me Please, and he closes John Lovitz like closes the curtain over him very slowly perfection
1: per per-fection. perfection and he's not credited. him he's and not credited him and
0: steve buscemi are not credited for this movie that's because they, the three like, of them but like the two of them and adam sandler like work together a lot so like yeah true they probably did get paid but just not a credited thing or whatever
1: Oh yeah. But it was like, yeah, no, they, that's what I love about those types of actors. You know, they're veterans in this game and just their comedic timing is impeccable. And the fact that they work so well with each other and can bounce off of each other too, is just, it makes it so perfect. Um, but yeah, Steve Buscemi when he's like, yeah, the better man. Yeah. and then For he, his version of true.
0: He ends the movie with that, uh, it's so good.
1: Happy and Julia. <laughs> so good. So perfect. Oh my goodness. Oh, I love this movie so much. Um, it is a
0: good movie. But, yeah. Thank you for like picking it. Cause like, I forgot how good the movie is.
1: It's so good. And you know, it, it helps that yes, the music makes it. But when you have a great story with the music, it just makes it even better. No,
0: no, I know. Comedy is hard because it changes; it's ever changing. Um, there were how overall? How would you grade the comedy? I'm gonna give it an A plus. An A plus? Like,
1: a, I'm gonna give it an A plus. I mean, granted, I may have been high a lot whenever watching this film, but it just hit. Yeah. <laughs> it just hit all the time. You know what? What's I mean, opinion? I
0: would give it a B plus. There's still room for improvement. Um, Absolutely. there are some jokes that didn't age well. And there are moments that like so like Julia gets felt up a lot in this. And like, yeah, it kind of pays off at the bar mitzvah because like that was, you know, that was a moment. But like I wish that the other moments were making a statement or something. And like even Christine Taylor is just like, oh, you know, I let him look at my boobs every once in a while. Like, what? <laughs>
1: How's about this? I guess from my perspective on those types of jokes, yes, I, I see where you are coming from. But that's—I don't know—that's—that's what kind of happened. I, you know, I was I know new. it. I know it kind of yeah. happened
0: and still is happening. But like, I mean, I feel like if they were to remake this now,
1: oh, I see what you mean. I, got I hope you. that
0: they would make a point or may send a message or something across. I also hope that they make the stage version into a movie because, like, <gasps> I really want everyone to see it.
1: Ooh. I mean you never know, it could come back. I mean it did it did well, that's why, like it was received well.
0: The the stage version? Yeah. Not really. It only it lasted
1: oh.
0: It lasted for like a year, maybe?
1: Yeah. Okay, okay.
0: It ran for 284 performances. So that's not even a year. That's not even a
1: year. Damn.
0: It was nominated though for a lot of Tony Awards really
1: like,
0: okay for uh, 2006 it was nominated for best musical best book best original score best performance for stephen lynch and best choreography that krista the show yes. is like wall-to-wall choreography
1: really oh my yes. gosh appreciation yeah, and like yes.
0: and, and so and also it's really funny because at the end they do sing um Girl old with you Billy Idol is there but then there's also a lot of other 80s figureheads.
1: Oh, that's amazing.
0: Like Imelda Marcos and shoes and her shoes. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> so that is fabulous. Watching this movie I was kind of expecting that but then I realized no the show punched the joke up with more cameos of sorts.
1: <laughs> oh, so it basically got to just expand the universe of what the Wedding Singer movie was essentially. Yes yes oh that's beautiful damn i really wish i got to see this okay well, yeah i mean
0: support. i feel like i feel like this show is also one of those shows that are done at like regional theaters mm-hmm.
1: um, okay, I can see that.
0: yeah community community theaters you know I, I don't know if there's still a tour of it and there should be because it's pretty banger music <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: not gonna lie oh
1: not gonna lie, i Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. You never know. This could happen again. There could be a revival.
0: There could be a revival. Let's make a revival. hashtag Revive yes. the Wedding Singer.
1: hashtag Revive Wedding Singer. I'm <laughs> down for that. Let's start a GoFundMe for them as well. Like, no, for real. Let's invest in this. People need to see. Just saying. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and you
0: know what? You know what, Krista? You'll be the makeup designer for it, and you'll make sure everyone has that really highlight from like from like the lip all the way up to the hairline that
1: with the color coming from the hairline the intense colors oh i'm obsessed
0: i mean maybe that'll maybe that'll be for holly because like the ensemble have to play multiple characters where some of them are a little more conservative than other characters so like
1: absolutely and i'll have some with george's character (sighs) yes yes
0: well and that's that's the thing too i want to wait who played Who played george i want to um okay. so kevin cahoon played george in the stage version and i believe i saw him perform i don't have my playbill but like he looked exactly like alexis arquette in this movie <laughs> exactly <laughs> like even the facial features <laughs>
1: Hey, I'm looking up a picture right now. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, absolutely. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially from that profile. Yes.
0: hmm I think, though, that oh they made... Gosh. I think they, like, made the wig bigger, but, like, that's it. Like, I mean, fuller. Bigger,
1: yeah. 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 Oh, absolutely. It it, it demands a presence. It commands a presence.
0: And it's really... Oh. It's, it's really funny to, um, there is the, there is a bar mitzvah in the show and George does a prayer in Hebrew and it, but like, Oh
1: my God, really?
0: But like, they, they kind of make fun of he like the Hebrew sounds. Yeah. You know, a, a lot of like the back of the throat noises that they
1: exactly i know exactly what you're talking about i
0: feel it like, i feel like too if we wanted to re- if we wanted to revive it we need to take a pass at the script to be like does this pass for like today's comedy standards
1: oh no absolutely like would this be appropriate yeah. Would this hit? or yeah it could definitely be tailored and you know adjusted to fit the times for sure
0: because <laughs> like like i said comedy is hard especially for any medium like what's funny today is not funny tomorrow, or what's funny now is not funny in five minutes. Like it's that fa- it's that rapid.
1: No, you're absolutely right. Like the Van Halen joke. Like unless you know Van Halen, you're not going to understand that. Right. Right. But if or, you do, you're like, oh, that's
0: hilarious. What's a what's a? Um, they make they talk about New Coke, which I'm I'm kind of over New Coke being a joke. Yeah. I get it. It it was a thing but like from now on, you know, from media from now on, can we not do a new coke joke? New coke like, joke. That's low-hanging fruit right there. Ah! Like. <laughs> oh my god. Krista, is there is anything cool. else you want to talk about before we get into sharp and flat?
1: Um I think we covered all yeah, no. We covered all the songs. Yeah, yeah. Let's go into sharp and flat.
0: Awesome. Let's do it! Sharp. Flat. So in this section, we're going to highlight some moments whether or not we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. And you know what? I've been breaking my own rules. And let's start with flats because we like this movie. We want to end on a high note. So do you want to go first with your flats?
1: You can go first with your flats. Okay. Hmm.
0: So... The treatment of women in this movie, I get it. There there are some points where they're making a statement with, like, especially Glenn. Like, yes. Glenn being a douchebag. But, like, Julia getting felt up at weddings. I was like, yeah. oh, guys, come on. Or, yeah. Um, and my other flat... Mm. Please don't hate me.
1: <laughs> no.
0: I didn't really like the editing on the plane. Where it would be, like, like, they're bouncing between... Robbie and Julia, but yes. then they would play this weird music and show a a plane, like a like a random yeah. airplane flying. I was like, this is bonkers, not good.
1: I I can see that. I mean, because they were trying to make you believe that oh, they were like on two different flights, but you no, know, I I can see how like everything else in the movie, the transitions and everything were so like smooth and well timed out, and then boom you just get hit with this train wreck of a editing scene
0: yeah and i'm just like i don't know what happened how this editing came about because yes you you're right it was smooth it was it was great there was that weird there was a montage which okay we're here for the montage the montage editing made sense and everything but like yeah the i i get i also get that they were trying to belay uh they're on two different flights oh no they're not ha ha ha! but like guys come up <laughs> could have done yeah better. it's like could have done better i mean i mean and like that's not like a real big flat in my opinion i just was like you could have
1: done better you could have done better i agree with you on the the treatment of women too like it it kind of got the jokes concerning men's misogynistic men's views on women it, it was repeated a lot throughout the entire movie to be honest like the whole grade a meat thing constantly and i was like "Ooh, yeah so i i agree with you on that for sure in, in uh, retrospect now yeah
0: and like sammy being like i guess also the male the fragile male ego yeah i, I would flat because like that's a but also it's a different the movie was made in a different period where like men's emotions weren't really talked about like in ninety, yeah 90s, 98 yeah 98 90s romance rom-coms or uh, comedies men's emotions weren't ever discussed and if they Never. were it was like it was like a real weird joke about them being like i love puppies or something you know exactly sammy at the bar that's a great moment but then the punchline is don't tell anyone i got a rep to protect and i'm like come on
1: like just just own it own your emotions
0: own your emotions do you have any other
1: emotions
0: do you have any other flats um anything else you you are like meh or is I it... guess
1: it's not really like a sharp or a flop, but I, 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 I do like the timing of the songs. But I feel like there were moments where there could have been other songs that were placed in. Like they did play "Love My Way" twice throughout the film, mm. uh, and I was like, you know, you could probably use like another song. That's just me being overcritical. I think to be honest. No. <laughs> I don't know, um, but no, other if than it... that, if yeah, it... that and then. The... <laughs>
0: I was gonna say, like, if if it's uh, if it's played twice, it has to have some sort of importance. Cause, yeah. Like, true. Because like, there is a moment where they play the music for uh, Girl Old with You" way before he sings it. I can't remember. I think I think it's when they're talking to the photographer. I can't remember though. But there is. A, I remember being like, "This is Girl old with you," but like, we're not there yet. <laughs>
1: Not, oh, okay, wow! I never caught that. That mm-hmm. is, I'm gonna next time I watch it, I'm gonna be like, hey, yeah, that's right. Oh man, um, yeah, I honestly can't, I can't think of any other flats. I have a lot, of, but the sharps, you know, I, I, I love. I, all I got the a lot of, sh- I got a
0: lot of sharps. Yeah, so okay, okay. So go go into your sharps then. You like the characters. I-
1: I love all the characters because they are all unique in their own way, so that you can actually remember them. Even if you don't remember the name, you're like, "Oh, well, that was Robbie's best friend," or "Oh, the old lady with the meatballs and puts them in your hand and wants you to watch, she wants to watch you eat them." Um, um, so yeah, the characters.
0: She's great. Rosie's great.
1: Rosie is perfect.
0: And then she uh, she raps "Rapper's
1: Delight." come on oh perfection okay this is this is like I guess a, a makeup artist thing that I notice. Rosie in the film because she's never had worked on her face I almost forgot what like real old women age like and look like and I think it's beautiful I don't know yeah. <laughs> like that's just a standout for me it's like you know you can see like it still looks like her because not not every woman, but a lot of women nowadays, as they get older, you know, they are doing injections and Botox. So as they age, they don't look like themselves anymore. So if you pull up a picture of that actress from when she was younger, because she doesn't have any work done, like you can actually see who she is as like a, a person. Like you still see her in there. That was just me. Because I just stare at faces so much. I was like, this is so cool.
0: But also, she's not, she's like Jew Barrymore, not overly done up.
1: Exactly. Like exactly. She,
0: like, she's wearing she makeup on. Yeah, I was going to say, she has like camera ready makeup, not like, yeah, not like Holly.
1: Not Ho- like Holly. George, yeah.
0: Where they yeah. are wearing
1: makeup. Yeah. But it was just so nice to see like an elderly woman's face and it's still like, I, think it's beautiful you know it's like I yeah it's like skin texture but like that's what it's supposed to look like I don't know I think the day nowadays we live in we just see everybody has something done to them and it's just like who are you (laughs) who are you I don't know who you are anymore so yeah that's a sharp for (laughs) me
0: character wise so I sharp drew Barrymore because she's America's sweetheart Um, Absolutely. I'm also sharpening her and Adam Sandler's chemistry. Like, yes, I want them to be in like one more movie. I know like trilogies are great because it's like a nice thing, but like, give me like two more movies with the two of them as the leads.
1: Um, Absolutely, I'm down for that.
0: I agree with Rosie as a character is is amazing because she's hilarious and singing rapper's delight is so good um i i'm strapping george's costumes too it's like yes because like yes they are all uh boy george or boy george inspired but like they there's a lot of detail in there and you know what holly's costumes too they're gr- great job costume designer whose name i forgot um give it up give it up i love that don't Stop believing was played by a string quartet at Robbie's <laughs> wedding. So that's a sharp for me. Uh, I'm also sharping the Love Stinks sequence because it's so funny. <laughs> so funny. whoop <Woo-dee-doo! laughs> Um A sharp to John Lovitz to, like, inject his comedy into this movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. And- the part where he goes, suck like oh my god (laughs) this is so good
0: because like he's another one that you're like oh you're a gross human being for being for hitting on drew barrymore like that but like that's also kind of your shtick as a person
1: yeah absolutely and good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. <laughs>
0: and then it's
1: the jiggle, it's the jiggle sound for me.
0: <laughs> and then uh, my last sharp is to is uh to grow old with you the whole sequence. Like even the the um the flight attendant hitting uh Glenn into the bathroom and the fan being like, don't talk to Billy that way or whatever. Like that whole, the whole thing, plus the song, plus the romance, plus everyone clapping at the end. Like, it was just a feel good moment.
1: Like, you know, we, we like a, We like a good, feel good moment. We do love a feel good moment. It's so funny. You talk about that scene. Um, There's just this, uh, a fun random. I don't think it's that fun, but it is a random fact. So the flight attendant who goes in and tells Billy and, Robbie about the guy in coach, that's Shanna Mokler, who's actually Travis Barker's ex and his Shut baby up. mama. Yeah. Amazing. And I didn't learn that fact until I watched, they had like a, a reality show on MTV. And I was like, oh, that's how I got to know them. And then was like, Shanna Mokler." And then I looked up her IMDb and she was in Wedding Singer. I'm like, where the hell was she in Wedding Singer? And then found out, oh, that's the flight attendant. I was like, oh, that's a fun fact. Ooh. It's, it's
0: kind of like when you realize vitamin C, you know, that singer who did the graduation yes. song? Yes.
1: She, her,
0: her first acting credit is the original Hairspray movie where she played Penny.
1: Stop it. Seriously? Yep. Oh, my goodness.
0: I don't think a lot of people that's- know that but
1: no. Oh, but that's funny. That's 19- a fun fact.
0: The 1988 John Waters hairspray. She's petty.
1: Oh, wow. That's a fun fact. Oh, I love these. Yeah.
0: Um. Would you add any songs to your life's playlist from this movie?
1: Yeah. Somebody kill me. I think we've all been there. Let's no, Let's just be honest. Yep. I think we've all been there. And it, when I was rewatching the movie, I was doing my nails at the same time and not I, I looked up a couple of times, but the fact that I knew all the words by heart and every emotion and inflection as he's singing it, it really says something. It's just beautifully written. I want to know what headspace he was in when he wrote that, other than listening to The Cure a lot.
0: <laughs> well, it's obviously based around Linda, because he mentions her.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just, it's so perfect. Um, But yeah, somebody kill me is probably the song i would keep and george's version of do you really want to hurt me oh i've been known to just like sing it but in obviously in that version i just, think the I first
0: anyway. time you hear it though is like the best out of because it's it's played like three or four times which that's another joke you know like them knowing only one song it's great but <laughs> i think the first time is like the the one i would include on my life first
1: time life. yeah love that
0: because i agree with you with that one and then somebody kill me but then also i'm gonna add grow old with you i'm surprised you don't have that one you didn't pick that one
1: no i don't want to grow old with anybody
0: okay great. <laughs> i won't tell your husband then
1: okay thank you <laughs> yeah but you know that's we will grow old together that's the ironic part oh goodness <laughs> it was also kind
0: of hard to like differentiate the cast album and the movie because I was just like because I listen to the cast album every so often it's great and it's they're so boppy, Kristen.
1: You really just need to listen. To okay, them. I'm gonna do that. I'm going to. This is gonna be my homework. My after podcast homework, homework is to listen to this. But okay, another song I'm gonna add to my life is the the movie version of Holiday because when it is the holidays and I'm feeling a bit glum, mm-hmm. oh, you best believe Holiday.
0: <laughs> well, in a oh in my. a and and now this post Halloween time, which is your ho- holiday
1: absolutely <laughs> so the other 364
0: days of the year you're like
1: holiday <laughs> pretty much holiday blues man it's a real thing it it just hits different oh man oh. especially when you can't look crazy anymore and it's not acceptable to look crazy anymore it's like wow well you holiday, can man you can and you just you get judged more at least you know if you walk around with like a, a slit throat or like blood coming out of your face any other time of year like are you okay but in during october for some reason it's widely acceptable <laughs> and you're okay. laughing because it's true it's That's so the true
0: yeah but true. you also gave really extreme examples i was like i was like oh. hey. <laughs> and on that note krista we're done with the episode
1: yay is there
0: anything you'd like Just to plug fun. or promote
1: Not at the moment, but if you want to see some fun horror content, you can definitely check out my Instagram at Krista, C-H-R-A-S-T-A, K-W underscore. Yay!
0: And remember, everyone, Krista did the Xanadu episode, and she did my makeup for it, and I did make a TikTok video, so look out for that.
1: Oh, exactly. Yay! Thank you so much, John. So Uh, fun as
0: usual. And if you wanna reach out and tell me more about your love for uh the wedding singer or the wedding singer, the musical stage version, you can email me at buttasongpod at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ButtersongPod. I don't know what else to ask the audience because nobody really responds to
1: my questions. (laughs) What? Oh no. It's fine.
0: It's fine. They will do you know where The Wedding Singer is currently being performed so Krista and I can go? Uh, let me know.
1: Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And if you want to be part of the next episode's conversation, we're going to be talking about Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. The Marilyn Monroe movie. Oh. Fabulous. Krista, thank you so much for coming back.
1: Thank you, John, for having me. Always, always a good time.
0: And, like, like I know, like, this is not technically a musical movie, but, like... It's, it's centered around music. Absolutely. Right? right? W- yeah. would, you, would you call
1: this a musical movie? I would call it a soft musical. A soft because musical. there is there are two original songs in here that are performed. So a soft musical.
0: And they do perform a, a bunch of times throughout the whole movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much again, everyone, for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. And Chris, I hope you have a wonderful day. <gasps> Thank you, too. All right, bye for now, everyone. Bye-bye. Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day.